So yes, back to it. We're talking about space this evening. Space! <laughs> the final frontier. <laughs> the only frontier left. Oh, not really. Have you heard of the ocean? No, you know that, that <laughs> word I've never heard of. <laughs> yeah, I've well, heard of the ocean. <laughs> space isn't really the final frontier anymore. Mm. It's, it's the deep sea. Which is kind of like space. Which is kind of terrifying. But with more pressure. And terrifying. Oh, yes. Big old ones. For me, for me, right, space and the ocean are on like an equal level of fear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Because I remember you saw that movie. Um, Gravity. Gravity, yeah. That's terrifying. Honestly, I came out of that movie. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. However... I will never want to go to space again <laughs> for yep. the sheer fact that everything we build is so fragile. Oh, yeah. So fragile. It can blow up in a heartbeat. It can get hit by space debris. And Lord knows that there's so much of that around our planet. Oh, yeah. It's not It's not just the, uh, the oceans and the forests and the land that we've polluted. It's space, too. Let's talk about Astroneer, because I feel like this is going to be one that we're going to not agree on. So I like Astroneer. I don't. Aaron clearly does not. <laughs> no, I have, I have, I like Astroneer, and I want to like Astroneer, but I don't. And, and the reason why, and this is the biggest preface, and I did this in, in my review, because I got two copies of, of Astroneer. Yeah. You know, caveat, I did. Very much wanted to like it have wanted to like it for a while problem with astroneal is it's very much a poor man's or expensive man really expensive man's minecraft <laughs> um <laughs> isn't it though like no it is yeah it absolutely is like i i like astroneal but I like it more from its conceptual point of view. Yeah, I can agree with that. My biggest issue is that that game is horrible solo. I Yes, I absolutely agree. Having played, like, what, a good 80 hours of it, I think? Alone? Yeah, alone. Jesus. Yeah. How did you manage that? I could, like, I, I played, well, like, maybe four or five hours. I, I am used to playing Minecraft alone. Ah. You know, I, in, in general, I play alone. Yeah, yeah. Because there aren't many people out there that I know that want to play these games with me. Minecraft, like, I'd love to play these games, but that's a that's a console to PC issue. Yes, yeah, exactly. Get a PC. Uh. Oh, would that I could. Yeah. <laughs> um. um but, but, yes, having having played that much of Astroneer... Very much enjoy it, but yes, it does get stale quick. You are doing the same things in the same way um, over and over again. Yeah. Even when you move to another planet. Very much those games are make or break by multiplayer. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the best examples of that, that that really works towards its strength of being make or break as a multiplayer, is probably uh, Deep Rock Galactic. Yes. Which I, I think I have told you about before, but you've never got around to really playing yourself, have you? I I haven't played it myself, but I, mm. I did go looking for footage. Yeah, after I explained <laughs> the concept of, of a dwarf in space with, like, you know... 
Yes. Bugs and yes. guns and everything. Yeah. Um, I found some of my favorite people playing it, in fact. The Yogs cast? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Who, who saw that coming? Um, yeah, so, like, Deep Rock Galactic's very much one of those games that, like, if you have a full team of, like, four players, it's great. But, like, even playing it on its own is alright, but, like, it gets stale very quickly when you're playing on your own. And I feel like that, that's another thing that a lot of space games tend to suffer from is that they're very much space. Yeah, it's very much space. Here's a planet, maybe. Here's a couple of things that you can do on it. Uh, you'll have more fun with your friends. Something that <laughs> some, something that has been a lot less stale, actually, I've found, is surprisingly enough, Sunless Skies. Now, I, I bag on about Sunless a lot. A lot. A lot. Because they're, they're very much my favourites. But... Sunless Skies is one of those ones that they did the environment you explore is always very interesting. Yeah. And that's that's why I didn't have so much of an issue with it. And like transporting hours is always interesting as well. Like uh, mm. you, the, the, there's the illegal Queen Victorian hours smuggling in that game where you, you go about smuggling um, ways to extend your life. Wow. Which is, yeah, like really, really neat concept and in depth, right? There's a movie about that. What's it called? With, um... I think it's called Hours, actually. Justin Timberlake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the one on his hand. And Olivia the... Wilde yeah. is his mum, but they look the same age. Which is weird. Is it called Time? No, no, it is called Time. Yeah. You've got the little clock on your yeah, arm. Yeah, the clock, yeah. And, like, it's, it's, mm. it's your money. Yeah, whereas... And that's very much society we live in as well. That was very much a societal Time money. take. Yeah. <laughs> but um very much uh in in Sun the Skies with the, the time you like you mine these these fragments and then you, you go about smuggling oh, okay. them so across. It's like weird, like time crystal y type. They're, they're time crystallies and then they get like turned into like pocket watches that then become Yeah. Oh, that's neat. Right? That reminds like, me a little bit of um Doctor Who as well with the yeah. the fob watch that yeah. can hold on to the the soul and personality of a, mm. a time warp. And one of the the interesting things is you have to you have to transport them across segments of space. And so there are certain segments that are different things. So you've got the, the standard segment where you start, it's kind of a safe zone, right? Yeah. It's kind of around Winchester, right? Okay. And then you transfer over to London and London has so much of like lore and stuff like that. So like figuring out where you're going to lodge these hours becomes very much the, the, the difficulty. What's okay. interesting is you can lodge them on the black market or you can lodge them for the queen... Okay. Right? So like okay, I can see even how though it's illegal. Time. <laughs> yeah, right. Even though it's like really illegal, like they're still like we're we're interested. What you selling? What you buying? Like, you know, and it, it's a it's a really nice game mechanic that mirrors the original uh selling of light. Yeah. Of light boxes, you know? Yeah. Where they, they were always underground, so light hurt them, but it was such a nice thing to bask in this light that you'd never been in before yeah right and that's you know it, it's a nice way to mix up that concept and that meant that everywhere i was traveling in this this flying uh train effectively cool yeah that's that's what it is you you have like love this, a flying train it's called a locomotive it's it's like a repurposed flying train um 
Are you sure this isn't Back to the Future? No, no, no. This is Sun the Skies. <laughs> Sun the Skies, definitely. Um, it made it all interesting because it was always a new location. Like, there's one that's a psych ward in space um, that, like, goes through uh, people, captain's emotions and trying to, you know, recuperate them. Yeah, okay. Um, there's another one that's, like, overgrown with fungus. And, like, uh, this entire village is just, you know, gone because the people have become fungus and then disintegrated. Uh, there's, wow. Yeah, like, they're <laughs> really in-depth locations. Like, even <laughs> even the circus, right, which is meant to be this whole hub that you take people back into from, right, is all, like, crazy things in space that they do, like, flipping over, like, like a circus, but, like, there's a hole in the arena kind of thing. Right. Which is dangerous as hell but you know yeah that sounds terrifying yeah um and, and so like this whole adventure like, i very much have to log more hours into it because on top of that you have these terrifying beasts that just are floating in space that could just devour you okay yeah um this is hp lovecraft man oh uh, yeah okay <laughs> yeah. well that makes sense then yeah <laughs> that's okay carry on with your beasts <laughs> <laughs> yep yep <laughs> um and and that's 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 one way that i wish some some places were were more populated in space with interesting ideas because it very much feels like they use space as a background to be a little lazy yeah yeah i can see that space is vast yeah and full of terrors so you don't have to you don't have to fill it out because it's so big and it really knows it's so big, right? And people are scared by it anyway. Like Dead Space, ninety percent of the fear was round corners. I have one thing to say to that. Yeah. And that is nope. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, Dead Space scared the poop out of me. <laughs> and Lewis hates horror games. If you didn't hear our our first segment, oh, I can't, I can't do it. No, I can't do it. And I play with headphones on, so it's even scarier. Yep. Darkwood. You shush. <laughs> You're we'll, we'll I'm have, so getting we'll you a have coffee. None of that Darkwood. I'm getting you a coffee. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> Oh, Oxygen Not Included finally left early access. Oh, I'm so excited for it. Yeah. I'm so excited. It's been a, it's been a process. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, they very much have worked really hard to make um, to make Oxygen Not Included a really in-depth sim. Oh, yeah. And it really shows. Yeah, yeah. Like, I remember when I was first playing it when it came out. Like, even then, it was still quite complex. I mean, yeah, sure, you could kind of game the system a little bit. Mm. But, like... They have explored so many different avenues in that game. Like, I never would have expected it to grow as high and as vast as it has. Oh, definitely. It's just, like, wow. Definitely. Uh, with some absolutely brilliant mechanics. Not to mention the art style is just well. endearing. Yeah. Like, I love oh, the art style. So endearing. It's it's like that it's it's like they took their cell shaded um, mess that was don't starve and just kind of like <laughs> made it more colorful. Yeah, I have to say it is it is a quite a colorful game. Yeah, and I do really enjoy that about it. It makes the terrifying things more easy on the eyes, I suppose. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah. <laughs> still suffocating. Everyone's still dying. Oh, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> Literally space. <laughs> but that's that's space, but it's 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 on a planet. Yeah. 
um, collecting resources, making sure that your people are surviving and eating and mm. researching and expanding and... Mm. Talking about oxygen not included, though, I'm really looking forward to um, to Griftlands, which is coming out. Uh, Griftlands is very much um, the new, like the up and new game coming okay. out from um, from Kelly Studios. Okay, uh, and they're they're very much looking at making it a D and D system with cards. So it's it's like Slay the Spire. All right, and and um. What is it? A uh, Steamworld quest. Okay. And they're making it into like a you can speed talk if you happen to have the skills and the cards. Right, right. Sort of right. like an RPG with skills. So like like in depth character card. building. Yeah, card them. building deck. Yeah. Okay. So I there's not much about it. I have looked at it, but what kind of turned me off is it's currently hosted on the Epic Game Store. Yeah. So I was a bit like, I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. I I use Epic Game Store because honestly, you need to compete with a competition, and if I you, mean, if I'm not using it, then I'm falling behind, right? Like, at this point, it's silly not to. Yes. Yes. Because and, it's not going to die off anytime soon. And right? it's like two games a week for free, by the way. Yeah. Like. Yes. And good games you know, too. Um. Things don't get better without competition. Yeah. Is what I'm going to say here. Epic Games and Steam can coexist. Yeah. But they're only going to make each other better. Mm. Right? Whereas I was like, oh, I'm not going to grab Gritland, Griftlands just yet because it's, it's, it's like 20 bucks. Okay. And it's only an early access. Okay. And I can find almost nothing on the subject. Right. Right? Like it, it has a, a, like a two minute trailer. Of gameplay that I almost assume is like the whole game at that point sort of thing. You know, like I just kind of want to wait. Yeah. And that's, that's perfectly fair to do, you know? Yeah. Like. I mean, I've got enough to cover as it is, right? (laughs) (laughs) I'm doing like six articles at the moment. It's a lot of articles. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I've got a lot of time on my hands now, so. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So expect more articles, you know? Station 5 is going to be quick and, and it's going to be jumping. Maybe three a week. Hey. <laughs> that reminds me, like, speaking of multiplayer when we were before, Guns of Icarus was a game that I always wanted more fun in multiplayer. I agree with you there, actually. Yeah. I wish that game had die as quick as it yeah, did. Yeah, I have played Guns of Icarus. I own it as well. It's great. Oh, me too. Uh, yeah. Like, despite me not having a computer, I do have a Steam account with yeah. plenty of things on it, right? Um, but yeah, yeah, Guns of Icarus, brilliant concept. Mm. Absolutely brilliant concept. Um, at the time that I played it, though, I feel like it was just starting to die off. I think, um, and so I, I, I just pretty much couldn't find anybody to play with. I had the same similar issue. Yeah. Like the only ones I played with were American servers. Right. And, and very much my biggest, the, the thing that was wrong with it was there wasn't that much content. Yeah. And it was very expensive. Yes. Like the game itself was very expensive for what it was. So it meant that like you had the worst of both worlds. Mm. Um, and then by the time they tried to fix it and save it, the game had pretty much, like, the concept had died out. There's only so long that that thing can hold you. Yeah. 
Um, and, and that's why I've kind of been glad that I've been able to play a couple multiplayer games recently that have... I can just play whenever that everyone's got that everyone kind of enjoys, right? Yeah. Helldivers is a really good example of that. Yes. Myself, Lachlan, Tegan, like everyone in Station Five, almost except me. Yeah. Even even <laughs> Bacon is is uh like every when when his internet is connected. Speaking of which, there's a reason he hasn't been able to be about. He's had internet issues. But um, every every time the Station Five team gets together, we're always playing Helldivers at the moment. Mm. it's always Helldive is this Helldive is that and then like Gremlins occasionally as well Gremlins Inc oh yeah but um yeah Helldive has been great because that's been like multiplayer against it's Starship Trooper I mean yeah. there's enough said you like you can easily go and read a small article on it <laughs> um but uh we've been playing that and then I also want to get around to us playing a bit of Risk of Rain too because Risk of Rain 2 is in a really weird spot right now for me and is, okay. is in general is that the game is it's really fun for like the first couple hours. Yeah. And then it suffers from space. <laughs> I, love, I love how that's become a thing, by the well, way. Well, no, it has become a thing. Yeah. And, and, and it's something that, that like these settings really do suffer from. It's space, you know. How can you fill a void so large? And how can you fill a void so large when creativity is your biggest, like, you know, hindrance? Yeah. Right? If you're not creative enough, space becomes empty. Yeah. And and don't get me wrong, you know, Risk of Rain 2 is still very much in development. There's so much still left on that game. But the four levels and a couple of characters, it's like, for the amount that it costs right now, it's difficult to jump on, right? It was great when they did the you buy one copy and get one free thing. That was great. That was really, really good for well. getting a friend. Yeah, into and, it. and that game very much benefits from having an additional friend, right? But like now it's really hard for me to justify it because it's like $30 a copy, which is like, what, 20 US? Oh, uh, for four levels. Yeah, right? That's not. It's not a lot. And it's four levels repeating, too. Yeah. So it's like, uh... You're paying for the multiplayer experience, though. Which isn't really there. Like, yeah. interactive-wise. That, that, that's one of the things about multiplayer games that I feel like needs to be prefaced more some days. You need a, a multiplayer system that, like, makes you interact with the people you're playing with. Mm. right Helldivers does that because you have to very much build your gear to suit the team right like I yes. have sniper rifles Lachlan has machine guns right yeah so I take out all the big guys and he deals with the smaller guys and we kind of work together as a team yeah and you have to communicate and not shoot each other in the back <laughs> it's usually helpful <laughs> well to be fair I have a trigger finger that usually sometimes gets irritated by his comedy oh yeah so there's a lot of gunfights. <laughs> I usually win most of them. Oh, bland. <laughs> because I have a one-shot sniper rifle versus his machine gun. Yep. Um, <laughs> usually while we're in the middle of a firefight, by the way. So it's like, oh yeah, we're shooting people. That sounds really helpful. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Um, but like, Risk of Rain 2 doesn't have interactive mechanics with the players in the environment okay so you're talking things like 
like we don't interact when we play it, right? Like it's yeah. very much a beer and Doritos kind of game where you just kind of sit there and chill and talk, right? Yeah, okay. But you don't actually interact with the environment. I mean, even Payday 2, you have to kind of coordinate yourselves in some cases mm. when you do the multi-stage levels. Yeah. Risk of Rain 2 is very much like, oh, I found the portal. Cool. You know, that's the level. <laughs> right. Right? Like, right. Yeah. And, and that's, that's, that upsets me because that game should be so much more. This has been the Station 5 Flight Lounge Entertainment. Thank you for listening.